Have you guys seen those arcade games where you have to whack the head of the mole when it pops up through the holes? And then as soon as you do, another head pops up through a different hole? Think back to playing that game back in the day. Here are some things you might have felt. Frustrated, annoyed, a little angry, and certainly motivated to whack down those heads as quickly as possible. And then once the game was over, you reaped your reward with all the tickets you had earned. Smarties, this is the perfect visualization for educational therapy. It can sometimes feel like an uphill battle. Sorry to mix the metaphors, but one of our favorite things that we get to do is to remind parents where we started from. Usually, we're starting with the big things, capital B and capital T. And by the time we're further into the process, we're dealing with the smaller things that can feel like the big things, but aren't. We love getting to put this into perspective for you. In this episode, we'll talk a little bit more about why it's always going to feel like a -a whack-a-mole, how you have to create moments where you get all those tickets and reap rewards, and how to shift your mindset about it. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 31 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Rachel Cap, And I'm Stephanie Pitts. So we're once again back at it with the metaphors, but I will tell you this time, you guys, I Googled what this game was called because Steph and I kept talking about it and we're like, it's whack of something, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that's what it was called. I did. And I just couldn't remember which animal it was, but we're excited to talk to you today about how to keep things in perspective and also to prepare you that no matter what, it's always going to be something with your learner and with your partner and with your friend and everybody in your life because we are not static creatures. I'm really inspired right now by the new Michelle Obama book called Becoming. I will be getting this book for Thanksgiving weekend. Spoiler, we're recording ahead of time. And one of the things she's talking about in this book is that we are always becoming. We're never done. We're always moving on and and becoming something else. Steph, have you heard her talk about this yet? No, not yet. I'll send you the podcast, the Oprah podcast about it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, Steph, why does it always feel like something? Why does it always feel like we're playing whack-a-mole with our (laughs) learners? (laughs) Yeah. Well, just like you said, things don't stop. That is true for learning. Learning doesn't just stop. We're always learning. You guys are always learning. Some of you, this is the first time you've listened to podcasts before. Yep. And you might have had one of us actually show you how to put it on your phone. And so you're learning, right? And your learners are learning everything. It builds upon each other, all the things they're learning, and they're learning something new every day. What's it called? That old saying. Yeah, that old saying that you learn something new every day. But you have to start with one plus one. You have to start with learning the letters, things like that. So- Each step has its own problems, and that's why we have to remember that. The other thing is that there's always going to be two steps forward and one step back. This happens so often, and we just want to normalize it for you because it happens to everybody. So just because your child has been doing so well and they take a step back doesn't mean that they've failed. 
No, it's usually just a reminder that they need to continue implementing those goals. It's the same thing that happens when you stop working out, right? Yeah. Suddenly those jeans are a little bit tighter and it's the same for our students. They start to have success and then they kind of take their foot off the gas a little bit and trip up in the way that they were tripping up before they started educational therapy. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it's not working. It's simply a reminder to get back to the gym. Mm -hmm. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Usually the way it works with our clients is as soon as one goal gets remediated or something gets remediated in session, another one pops up. And we wanted to remind you to listen to episode 24 as we talk about prioritizing, organizing, and planning, because those are three things, that episode called Respecting the Pop, those are three things that can help in this whole process. Yeah, I was I was just going to add about, about this whole process is that learning how to prioritize is so important, you guys, that yes, things are going to pop up, but sometimes it won't matter or you don't need to worry about it right at the second. Yeah. So knowing how to decide what's important and what's not is when the whack-a-mole comes up, which one do you go for, right? Two come Mm -hmm. up at the same time, which one's the better one to go after? Mm -hmm. So we really talk about that in learning how to prioritize with that episode. So you should go back and listen. Yeah, that was a good episode. And we were pretty proud of being able to figure out acronym for it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Just because... Our learners mastered something last year doesn't mean that it won't pop up again, but it also doesn't symbolize disaster coming or the metaphor that we used a lot last week. It doesn't symbolize a fire coming at you necessarily. It's just the universe's way of reminding you about why we do certain things. Remember, as students grow up, the grade that they are in changes, hormones change, teachers change, content and expectations change. Just like we're constantly shifting, what's being thrown at them is constantly shifting as well. And that's part of the process of educational therapy is they should have some slip-ups along the way. And by the way, it's usually a sign that we should be pulling back on the educational therapy at that point because they need to then rebound, right, Steph? Yeah. Rebounding is a big thing that we need to practice with kids because They don't know how. And that's okay. You have to learn. So what we're talking about when we're talking about rebounding is we're talking about the ability to bounce back and recover when you do take a step back. It can be very triggering for parents to see something pop up again that hasn't been an issue in a while. But I'll remind you, it's usually even more upsetting to the learner Because they know better. Yeah. And they know that they know better. So you may be super triggered by something and knowing what triggers you and like knowing when you're feeling triggered is really important in how you manage it. We often have this conversation that's usually when we get an email. When there's been a step back, right, Steph? Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. we we kind of smile and we know, we know what you're experiencing and we know where you're coming from and we know that this is triggering because this is why they were here in the first place. And look, it's happening again. Yeah. And that's when we get on the phone and we put it all in perspective for you and remind you, yes, this happened one time, but a year ago, this was constant. Right, right. And just because it happens once doesn't mean that it's going to become a new pattern. It's not a pattern. If it does become a new pattern, then we'll have to reevaluate. But usually it doesn't. 
No. Now they have new compensatory skills, right? Mm-hmm. And we're still monitoring and we're still involved and we're still participating and, and helping them through it. But we are probably doing a little bit less and letting them figure it out a little bit more, too. Yeah. On purpose. So true. Yeah, absolutely. On purpose. Yeah. Hi, Smarties. This is Rachel and Steph, and we're just popping in here to let you know that we are hiring. If you are a fan of the work that we do and the transformations that we make in the lives of our clients, please consider going to our websites for Cap Ed Therapy Group, my business. The website to go to is www.capedtherapy.com hiring. And I spell cap with a K as in kite. And if you're interested in working in Steph's business, which is in the South Bay of California, my business is in Beverly Hills, go to Steph's website, which is www.myedtherapist.com slash hiring. See what we did there. And we will be accepting applications until December 20th, 2018. We are looking for inspiring and transformational educators who are energized by providing top-notch service and support to learners and their families. We're excited to meet you and can't wait to welcome you to our teams. We will link both website links in our show notes, so we can't wait to meet you. One of the things that's really important in this episode is we want to remind you that in that whack-a-mole game... You get tickets at the end that you can then go and redeem for a reward. And that does not happen organically in life. Grades aren't the rewards that we want to focus on. Right, Steph? Yeah. And so we really encourage you to create those moments, even if it's an artificial creation of these moments, where you get all the tickets, Mm. where you get to celebrate. And that's why we always talk about rewards so much. We need to create human moments because life isn't naturally serving up those tickets to us. Mm -hmm. We have to mark what we have done, honor the journey that we have been on, and take note of how far they've come. And remember, you guys, sometimes it's creating the artificial rewards too. So sometimes we set a goal with a client knowing full well they have all the skills to achieve that goal to validate their success. So an example, like if you listened last week, Rachel took her client to get gelato because he did something that was really challenging for him. And while it might not be challenging to another student, that particular thing that she was asking was very challenging. So he reaped a reward that they set up. There was a goal. They set it up. He reaped the reward. He felt it. So now they've created that memory where she can now take him back to that moment. Look Mm -hmm. how good it felt when. Mm -hmm. Another thing I was going to add with another client that I've done recently, she actually pointed out that we hadn't been to Starbucks in a while. And it's true. I think it's been several months since we've gone on a journey of reward together. And I was thinking about what is that reward going to be for her? What is that artificial goal that I'm going to set up knowing full well that she will achieve that goal because this is a client who really needs to see the benefit of her hard work and really needs to be reminded of how far she's come. We have a win list up in the office of all the obstacles she's overcome. So when she's experiencing challenge, she can go back and look at that list. But that's awesome. One of the things that I was thinking to set up for her 
is a goal that I know that she can already complete, which is doing a page of math facts in a designated amount of time. And I actually really don't like those like fast math facts. I don't either. Ugh. Yeah. But this is something that her school is really highlighting. And it was so hard for her a year ago. But now she's killing it. Yeah. So why not let her enjoy that success a little bit more? I think that's totally fine. I'll let her pick gelato or Starbucks. Yeah, nice. Lucky her. I want to pick gelato or Starbucks. (laughs) Well, we'll set a goal for you, Steph. And then the next time you're out here and we're doing something in the office, maybe you'll earn some gelato. Yay! (laughs) So it's important to shift your mindset when thinking about what's going on with your learner. Like we always say, you need to pick one thing. So take a second if you're driving or running or whatever it is you're doing and think about the one thing that feels like your learner needs to practice and get better at. So think about it for a second. Have it in your mind. And is it really frustrating you and you don't know what to do anymore? So what are some ways that we can shift your mindset to focus on how to help and motivate your learner to focus on that one thing. Are you partnering with your learner? Do they know that's a goal? It should definitely be an open conversation. The more that you can partner with them, the more that they will show you that they want to succeed also when they know what's being asked of them. Kids like structure. Another way of thinking about this is you guys yourselves can do a brain dump. Go ahead. Write everything out that you see as a goal for your child. Goals can be social, academic, executive functioning goals, lifestyle goals, health goals. Write it all out. Get it all out of your body. And then partner with your child and pick one. I would not recommend you show this list of all the things you want for your child to improve upon. No. (laughs) But... Maybe giving them some ideas or having some conversations about what they would like. This is why it's so important at the beginning of the year to set up a SMART goal. A SMART goal is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. And oftentimes at the beginning of a school year, at the beginning of a semester, or at the beginning of what's going to be a particularly crazy time for students, usually finals, we sit and we talk about what is the goal, what is the SMART goal for this period of time. So at the beginning of a school year, it can be for the whole school year. That's time limited. Yeah. But this is just a trick to help you guys prioritize what's important and also allow you to see the success when you start seeing those shifts being made. Yeah. And you can even ask your child or your learner, if your learner had to pick one thing to work on, what would they want to work on? Mm-hmm. And you can give them examples. Totally. And you might be really surprised. And you might say... I'm going to set a goal for myself. Here's my goal. If you were going to set a goal for yourself, what would your goal be? I did this once in session with a client, Steph, and Mm -hmm. I had her do SMART goals for everybody in her family. (laughs) And what her SMART goals would be, it was so funny to watch. And also kind of just reaffirmed for me what kids think is important. Yeah. What she valued. So like her SMART goal for her dad was like, having dinner as a family, Mm -hmm. like, once or twice a week. And then for her mom, 
it was getting places on time. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I started laughing because I knew this mother and I'm like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good goal for her, but also might not be realistic. Yeah. So maybe we need 80% of the time to get places on time. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, kids are pretty observant and they know. They do know what they're struggling with. So they might not be able to tell you how to fix it or what to do, but they do Mm -hmm. know when something doesn't feel good. So this is really what we're talking about is creating mindfulness with your Mm -hmm. children, right? Mm -hmm. And as a family. This is why it is so helpful to have a professional, like an educational therapist on your team. We are not living your journey every day. And just like a teacher or a coach, we pop in and pop out, right, Steph? Yeah. We're not there every day. And we're sometimes better able to identify or have clarity about the growth that we've actually seen over the weeks, months, and days. Yeah, because just like when you see it's the holidays coming up and you're seeing a family member that's a child, let's say, and you haven't seen them all year, how much bigger do they look? To their parents, they look exactly the same. Yes, because they're seeing it every day, right? Yeah, you're in the trenches. You're in the trenches. This is one of the reasons that we do check-ins with our families. So we aren't always in a position to be able to talk to parents at the end of every session. Not every parent does pick up. Not every parent comes into the office. Sometimes their student just walks out, right? It kind of just depends on each individual family. But it's pretty normal for our clients to receive an email from us saying, let's schedule a call and have a check-in. Yep. And we do this because we want to mark that progress. We want to create those artificial moments that we were talking about earlier for our families, sometimes when they're not seeking it out. And if you don't have an educational therapist or you do have an allied professional on your team, great. Have check-ins with them. And if mm-hmm. not, check in with your child's teacher. Check or in, check with, in your with your child. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of places that you can get a lot of information about what's going on. So remember, just to recap, there's always going to be something. It's never over. You will get through it, one foot in front of the other, one step at a time, going up the ladder. You will get through it. We would love to hear where you guys are in your journey. So go ahead and connect with us. We're usually frequently found on our Instagram at Learn Smarter Podcast. It's both Steph and I on there, and we see everything, and we... It depends who's going to respond to that particular direct (laughs) message, but we will both know about it. That's for sure. Yeah. Anyway, we wish you guys a wonderful December as you embark on this last month of the year. We hope that 2018 has been good to you. I personally am looking forward to 2019. Yeah. And that 2019 is even better. And that 2019 is even better. But we'll talk more about this in weeks to come. We're very excited about the episode that we're going to bring to you next week. We think it's going to create a lot of clarity. Yes, you guys are going to love it. About educational therapy. Make sure you're on our email list. You can join that at www.learnsmarterpodcast.com because you're definitely going to want to be on that list before next week's episode. Yeah. Have a great week, everybody. Have a great week.